Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. And, uh, of course, uh, it is Wednesday, which means we are joined by Dr. Carl. He's our science communicator. We chat to him every Wednesday at this time. Dr. Carl, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you today, Dr. Howard? I am very, very well. Even better because I am going on uh, on holiday uh, as of today, which means I get to go to the coast. You know, Johannesburg, very landlocked. So it'll be nice just to go for, uh, to be at the coast and just uh, enjoy some of nature. So uh, that is uh, that is something I'm looking for. Let's talk about let's talk about sleep and dreams. And uh, there, there, there's a it's I don't know if it's a a old wives' tale about cheese eating cheese before you go to sleep. Is it a problem to do that? Well, firstly, this proves that we're um, on page, and we can't say old wives' tale, but rather. A story by an elderly female domestic engineer. Oh, sorry. I, I stand corrected. Thank you for that. Thank you. And then right. secondly, when I went looking through Google Scholar, I couldn't find anything backing this up. And it's hard to do the study. What you'd have to do would be to get a whole bunch of people, maybe 50 plus 50, reasonable sample size, and then over a period of a month or so, map their dreams. So you've actually got to have them in the laboratory. Then half of them get cheese and half of them don't. And this is hard to do in a double-blind situation where people are reading stuff and they can't say, oh, I do love this blue cheese. You've got to hide it from them, and that's hard to do. So nobody's actually done the study, and what we've got is a whole bunch of anecdotal reports. And remember, the plural of anecdote is anecdotes, not data. So <laughs> is this true? Oh, I like that. Maybe, but we've got no proof of it. However, if you are looking at other tales or myths in our society, such as emergency rooms or police reports increase on the full moon, we definitely have uh, data that that is not correct. Oh, so it's not. So people aren't a bit... Uh, so, so we can't say, well, it's a full moon, therefore people are behaving poorly. They're probably behaving poorly... Anyway, there just happens to be a full moon. Well, this is a phenomenon in psychology called confirmation bias, mm. where a person sees something that fits in with what they believe and they ignore the contrary evidence. So you might be working in a psychiatric ward or a police admissions or an emergency department. Firstly, it's a really busy night. Secondly, you look out the window, it's a full moon. Therefore, oh, there's the uh, link. Right. Cause it. But if you look at, say, 10 years of records right. for all the police departments in several countries or uh, lots of hospital wards uh, or emergency departments, you do not find you do not find a peak on the full moon. Okay, so then that is, yes, and, and I love that, uh, the plural of anecdote and anecdote is not uh, data, so I like that a lot. Tell us what happened in 1178 AD. Well, um, there were a bunch of monks in Canterbury who were sitting there facing the new moon, and so it wasn't completely blank, but there were just the little horns, and suddenly the upper horn split in two, and I will now quote, from the midpoint of this division, comma, this is from 1178, a flaming torch sprang up, spewing out over a considerable distance. Fire, 
hot coals and sparks, unquote. So this is nearly 900 years old, and we've managed to track down the crater where this happened, and are we lucky that this did not happen to us on planet Earth? And it could happen, but we're lucky so far that it hasn't happened. We are gradually improving our ability to see these lumps of rock that could hit the Earth. However, our ability to see them has been compromised by the many Starlink satellites that are in Earth Mm -hmm. orbit. It turns out out of the 5,000 or so functioning satellites in space, over half are Starlinks, and they don't cause a problem at night. Where they do cause a problem is in the morning. Um, when you're looking for satellites co- or you're looking for rocks coming at us from the direction of the sun. At night, it's easy. Um, they're a rock, there's light and shining on them. You differentiate right. Yeah, you can stand out. But in the morning, all you've got is a brief window around dusk where you can see these things coming towards us. And unfortunately, there's a lot of starlings up there and there's only a narrow window of time. So we are having a few problems. And there was a case back in 2018 of the famous Halloween rock. Yeah. Uh, this is on the uh, 31st of uh of October, and um, it was 600 metres in diameter, and had it impacted, it would have wiped out between 20 and 50% or 80% of the world's population, depending on whether it landed in the dead heart of Australia, or, worst possible scenario, a super volcano, and there are 200 of them on Earth. Now, if we'd had three years warning, we could have done something about it. We had three weeks. So I'm still being optimistic that we can fix this minor problem. All right. And uh, that, uh, in fact, we've got a few minutes. I wanted to ask you about listed companies and CEOs talking about uh, sort of insider information. Give us, uh, give us some, some context here. Well, you can find the paper. Uh, it's in PNAS and it's called Sharing Names and Information, colon, Incidental Similarities, between, and we're looking at two groups of people, Uh CEOs, they're the people running a company, and analysts, and that can lead to favoritism in information disclosure. Now, we're not talking about you earning money at the local hardware store Uh or you and your Uh tiny little company that's got two employees, you and a, a friend, but rather a publicly listed company which has shares on the uh, stock exchange, which people can buy. And so you have the people running the company, the CEOs and the like, and separately you have people called systems analysts who go looking at it and saying, oh, well, Howard uh, Proprietary Limited is going to make a huge profit in two weeks' time, run in there now and buy the shares while they're cheap, or they even better they don't announce announce it they themselves buy the shares when they're cheap wait for the price to go up and sell them so back in the year 2000 the united states government brought in a thing called the regulation fair disclosure making it illegal for firms to publicly or to privately disclose you know important information like that and then a study was done Realizing that, you know, people tend to be friends, like obviously how mm. you would be more friendly with members of your own family than you would with people you don't know, you know, right. sort of covering them up for them. And it turns out that when a systems analyst 
visits the company and they happen to share the same first name as the CEO, well, you end up with some critical information being shared. And then if the names are really common, uncommon, like Howard Carl uh, and Howard Carl, like that's Mm -hmm. a weird first name. Mm -hmm. And if both the systems analyst and the financial officer or the CEO share the Mm. same, they're more likely to release this information. And then when the CEO changes or the systems analyst changes, then their information rate goes down. And this is based on 25 years of analysis and data of over 200,000 stock reports. Fascinating. We do need to leave it there. It is 731. Dr. Carl, thank you as always.